welcome to The Travelling Introvert. Today I want to talk about finding the right balance between social interactions and alone time to prevent burnout in introverts. And I'm not talking about that sort of social hangover that you get, where, you know, you just hit a wall and you can't talk to anyone, talk to anyone anymore and you just want to go and recharge. I'm talking about burnout. That burnout where nothing is fun anymore. That burnout where getting out of bed is hard. That burnout that is chronic to having ongoing stress that is detrimental to your health and your life and your career. And so one of the really most important things about realizing these these particular points and finding the right balance between social interactions and alone time as far as preventing burnout is concerned, is the first thing is really understanding the energy dynamics that you have. What social interactions can be draining? What social interactions actually recharge you? Because not all social interactions are draining, contrary to popular belief. You will find that maybe sitting um, in in a park with a friend brings you joy and helps you recharge, depending on the friend. Maybe you'll find one friend more draining than another. So finding the right balance ensures that you have enough alone time to recharge and therefore prevent burnout. Figuring out which social interactions do what to you and how you should recharge from said social interactions is really important. And along with that, and part of that, is self-awareness. Recognizing your personal limits and understanding your own energy levels is crucial. You need to prioritize alone time or recharge time to restore your energy and therefore maintain mental well-being, which in turn will help prevent burnout. And a lot of the time I will speak to introverts and I know that they're introverts, but they don't. And so they're self-aware of that, but they're not aware enough of their energy management. And what that looks like, they might make assumptions about certain things. And even if, oh, they went to a conference and they found it exhausting, they never look back and sort of introspect of why it was exhausting. They make assumptions a lot of the time. And those assumptions are detrimental because making assumptions that just going to a conference is what's draining isn't necessarily the case. It could be the overstimulation. It could be the networking events. But if you went to a conference where you got to spend a lot of one-on-one time with somebody, maybe you wouldn't find it as draining. Maybe if you had a conference where you were staying at the hotel that where the conference was, so you weren't trying to run them back and forth from your Airbnb, that you could pop up at any time, maybe the conference wouldn't be as draining. But if you don't do a retrospective, if you don't reflect and you don't think about, hey, what things make me tired in certain situations, then you will never know because you're going to be basing all your transactions on data that isn't true. You need to look at the data. And so part of this is setting boundaries, clear boundaries around social engagements and alone time makes sense. Communicating those boundaries, we also know makes sense, but to make sure that you are consistent with it and to make sure that you also think about maybe the time of year or what's going on, have some flexibility and adaptability built in there. Of course, there are times when you won't be able to get that downtime that you need. You won't be able to recharge in quite the way that you want. And so 
you might need to think of a different way of recharging, a different way of claiming back your space, a different way of setting boundaries so that then you can engage in meaningful social interactions. It's fine if you don't always get to do things in the way that you would want, but if it is something that ends up happening all the time, that is when stress builds up, that's when it becomes chronic, and that's when it becomes burnout. So finding the right balance between your social interactions, the types of social interactions, how you recharge from them is really crucial. But also looking back at what you've done previously, what worked, what didn't work, what surprised you? Did you try something different? Um, and what that looked like? It, was it short term, long term, medium term and all those things combined? And all of this is really just a form of self-care for introverts. So prioritizing yourself and the way that you recharge, engaging in activities that bring joy, relaxation and rejuvenation is key for everything else. So make sure that you put yourself first. Thank you for listening. This is Janice at thecareerintrovert.com, helping you build your brand and get high. Have a great rest of your week.